Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm Finley Evans, and today I'm super excited because our guest today is a businessman, a dad, a husband, a son. It is my dad. Um, So welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I am honored to be here. Okay, well, let's dive right in and ask the question that I ask everybody that comes on here. How have you most evidently seen God working in your life? Well, I would most evidently see him working in my life by pulling me in a direction of trusting him completely, which you know, sounds like a, um, a simple thing, right? I could have understood something like that at a very young age, like kindergarten. And as it turns out, it's a lot easier for people that are that age to trust God because they're childlike. And that's the deepest part of our hearts, I've learned, is that... Um, that childlikeness that has has the trust that just knows that mom and dad are going to take care of them, and um, and so we're born with that, you know. And you know, I lived in a Christian home, so I was taught that from my earliest memory. But it's easy to get older and become more should I say sophisticated as, a, as an adult, as an older person um, and you don't really realize it but your trust starts slipping away and there's a lot of distractions and um, so I've, I've learned that's, that's a tool of the enemy to distract us um, so God's just been really working on me and it's and it's slow growth. It's like a tree or a bush or something that doesn't happen overnight. But you can train and by prayer and discipline and really walk in a path of trusting him because let's face it, we're headed to North Carolina right now, but we don't know what's gonna happen before the end of the day. And, you know, trust is a, a little bit of Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. I see that as trust. We got to crawl back up there on the altar of, you know what, I'm going to surrender this day to you, God. Come what may, all things work together for good to those that are in Christ. And so he's been working on me slowly and steadily in the area of trust. Wow, that is such a valid point. Um, And that's so true that definitely it's the enemy distracting us. And so, yeah, I just think that's such a good point. So let's jump into the next question. What is your favorite Bible verse and why? Um... Well, there's a lot of Bible verses, and so they've been different over the years for me. Probably my, I got to give two, okay? 
And probably neither one of these are ones that maybe if I were out in the jungle and could speak somebody's language who'd never heard of Christ, it might not be the one Bible verse I tell them because it's not necessarily a salvation Bible verse. So I would want one that, you know, was proclaiming Christ as um, our Savior and King. And the good news is that he's, he's alive and well, and he is the winner. Um, and we all need him. But so one of my all-time favorites from decades ago would be, I don't know if I'm going to get the reference right, but like Philippians 3, 13, and 14 is, would be my best guess. Um, forgetting those things which are behind, um, we look, you know, Paul says this one thing I do. He says, I count myself not to apprehend. In other words, like he doesn't, he, he doesn't have all the answers. He doesn't really understand this mystery of life. But this one thing I do, and I find it interesting because he doesn't say that anywhere else. And he's a pretty, he's like, besides Christ, like numero uno Christian. And so it's like, okay, I'm listening, Paul. What's that one thing you do? And he says, I forget those things which are behind. Okay, I'm going to throw away yesterday if it was good or bad because I'm going to reach forward to today and into the future I'm reaching for Christ today so uh, forgetting those things which are behind I, I reach forward to the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus that's that's always been one of my favorites however I'd say one of them that's my favorite right now just because it draws me deep into the mystery of trust um, is Psalm 107 uh, 23 and 24 which um, if you were to look at my screensaver there's kind of a picture of it on my phone um, it's this picture of a ship and it's in very deep waters it's kind of a cartoonish picture very deep gray bluish dark mysterious waters and there's this mysterious light in front of the boat um, but it reminds me when I saw it it reminds me of this Bible verse and it was actually one my dad pointed out to me. Um, but it, the Bible verse goes a little something like this. Um, they that go down to the sea in ships that do business with God in deep waters, these see the face of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Um, so, you know, I, I see my life that way. Um, I see I, I own a business and we go we go deep into the faith realm when we own our own business we just believe that God you know has us and um, is going to take care of us because it's I don't I'm not part of a bigger company I'm not part of a bigger government plan it's just me my little business and my customers you know and my workers and sometimes it feels like as we grow that we're just going deep we're going deep so but but that Bible verse encourages me because it's like they that go down to the sea and ships that do business with with God in deep waters these see the face of the Lord so that's where I want to be you know I want to be where he is I want to see his face and I want to see his wonders in the deep that is so cool so a question about that how did you find these verses were you just reading across them when reading your bible were you looking up verses for like trust or like how 
like did you come across these Bible verses? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I think ultimately, you know, you know, it says in the beginning of the Bible, very beginning, um, and and Jesus said, you know, one time when he was correcting, um, you know, these Pharisees. You know what Pharisees are? Pharisees are these people who think they're really smart about the Bible, and they try to trip Jesus up and. And they one time they were asking him a question about like, hey, what about divorce? Shouldn't we, you know, why did Moses write a law in there about divorce? And Jesus said, well, look, um, that wasn't God's original design. And the the original design was that, um, you know, we stay married. Um, so going back to the original design, God in the before even the fall of man in Genesis three. Um, his original design was that um, we were made in his image and so I think that as a believer um, God is leading us all the time in our Bible reading he's leading us all the time because he's created me specifically in a, in a certain image his image and my heart was designed a certain way. I have certain desires. I have, I have just like you do, just like everybody who hears does. They, we, we were made a certain way, and I, you know, I. He helps us walk in truth. He helps us discover all the discoveries that we're meant to discover, and you know, they're hidden like treasures in the Word. And so I have read a lot of the Bible over over the years, um, and I just think. God has led me to them because of the way he's designed my heart um, you know um, learning how to read the Bible is a good is a good thing you know um, because it's really a library it's not just one book and it's a it's a library written over over time long time millennia thousands of years so um, learning how to read the Bible is important you know it's it's good to just open it up and you know look around but um, think of it as a mansion and on one end of it is where the creation was and it was like super old and on the other end of it is like the future and because the because the Bible has kind of walked through time and history and it's it's cool to know what time frame you're talking about when you when you read the Bible but sorry my answer's getting long I'll stop no you're good I think that is that is so true um, and the fact like when you're reading your bible i think it's so true that when you say that he leads you in your bible reading because if you're reading the bible you're desiring to know more about christ and i think he leads that desire that you have and so that's a great answer um and so yeah let's jump into the next question what would you say are the most important things when running a business because um as you said, you own two businesses, or you said you own a business. My dad owns two businesses, so. Yeah, they, they um, kind of tie into each other. They complement each other. Um, the, but um, what I, I would say one is, you know, you, you have a skill. Everybody has a skill. Um, and so, you know, I don't even know, I didn't even know what my skill was, but it made me pretty good at the service I think my skill is more like just being able to, to fix things and, and work on things. But 
the service it, it, that helps me do good service work this kind of service work my business does which is cleaning things cleaning greasy stuff out of the kitchen so it doesn't catch on fire um, and um, so you have to have a skill and then you have to have um, <laughs> a lot of people need to know what you do and so you kind of got to advertise and uh, and and basically put your phone number in their hand and you got to get creative and use the tools that we have available to us today to do that so like I would mail postcards I you know people we use emails now and and just let as many people know um, as we possibly can that we do this service so they can call us and, and have us come out and do it. Well, if you're planning on starting a business, there you have it. Um, those are some things that you should do. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the ending segment of every episode where you get uh, where we get questions emailed in. And the question that I picked to answer today is how to have hope and prayer. And I'll let you go ahead and answer that. And then I'll answer it next. Um, okay, that's a great question. Because um, if you want to follow Christ, you have to pray. Praying um, is like breathing. You breathe to stay alive. And prayer is just that important and really God would encourage you to do it as much as you breathe which seems impossible but um, but really it doesn't have to be anything formal it doesn't have to be anything fancy anytime you get a big question mark in your brain about something or your feelings get shifted in a way that were unexpected um, you can always cue in that as a as a time for prayer like what do you have for me in this Jesus like what oh man ouch or yeah I'm so excited or whatever the case may be but you know um, prayer uh, is is something and that's not something I've I've known for a long time I actually it's it's been a fun part of my most recent journey is to to discover just how much God wants us to talk to him and look up it's really it's really he has all the busyness of life you could think of as God begging us to look up to him and ask him and talk to him everything that goes on in life is a way of God just say, saying look up I'm here yeah I think that's so good and I think that how to have hope in prayer um, first of all, that is a really good question. It's a big part of your faith and your adventure with God. Um, I think that you having hope, it's almost like what I said a minute ago, how whenever you have that desire, God will lead it. And when God's leading you, you will have hope. So you need to, desi to desire to follow the Lord. And... It's just like my dad told me um, a couple days ago is that you're going to hear this a lot, but prayer is the answer to everything. And 
so, and it truly is. So whenever you're finding yourself in a tough situation, like he said, with a question mark in your brain, you need to pray. And you can just talk to him like you're talking to your friend. You know, when I was at summer camp this summer, my mom was my counselor, and she was asking me and my friends, what is Jesus to you? You can, um, if, when, ugh, if you were to ask me that question, I would say Jesus to me is a friend. And he is a friend because I can talk to him openly and freely. And that is how he is to everybody. He is available to everybody, not just to a few people um, or a certain group of people. He is available to everybody. So he can be everybody's friend. Um, And so, yeah, that's how I think you can have hope and prayer. Um, But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You did a great job. I think it was very fun. So, yeah. Great. I can't wait to re-listen. Thank you. It was fun. Um, yes, and you will hear many, many things of wisdom from yourself once you re-listen to it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you guys on Wednesday.